And now I'm joined by... Valdemar Hirvela from the Moto Watch Company. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be in here to the Watch Show Finland. You have been here before. How many times have you been here? This is our, I guess, is a fourth time or third time, yes. Uh, what are you presenting today? We have uh, here the uh, example of our squadron watches, what we have uh, made for the uh, pilots, and uh, also the prototype from the Hornet watch, what we have uh, designed with the Hornet pilots. And also there is uh, our normal civil versions, our Zulu timer, automatic movement watches, and also R42 watches uh, with uh, our Ronda uh, quartz movements. Do you have a favorite? My favorite is Hornet watch prototype because uh, that has been our target long, long time and finally we got it. And it's absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to see this in realization and, and out for sale. Yes, same to me. And uh, that is also a very good thing that the whole case are made it in the Malmi airport area. So we are made it those parts, case parts in titanium. And we have a very good partner to high CNC machine experts who made it with uh, three different machines those cases and finally our, our watchmakers are fi finishing those and assembling the nice watches what does the watch of Finland mean to you absolutely this is amazing being here because I meet uh, our customers I meet the new customers and I meet uh, watch collectors and listening to stories the real tourists I learning every time new things in here and also I hear the new trends and what kind of uh, watch designs are famous nowadays and what is coming and which are passed away <laughs> and, and and that is a, that is a very very good I I am very happy to be here and I'm very happy that uh, some or organize so beautiful uh, fair. Last question because I got curious. What's the time frame for the next for the for the prototype realization? Yes, in uh, the autumn our target is uh, starting to deliver for the Hornet pilots, and end of the year uh, for for the, our uh, civil versions, and also the next step is uh, starting to market in the Sweden and the United States. Fantastic. Thank you for your time. And I hope soon we can record a full episode about the motor watches together. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Felix. Hi, Nick. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very happy to see you in a good humor, excited, pumped. Likewise. I'm feeling pumped. It's exciting to be here in Finland again. And you're wearing my watch. It's our new Lansort, by the way. It's fantastic. Uh, tell me about it. No, but as you all know, we are taken inspired of uh, Swedish environments and it's inspired by the deepest depth of the Baltic Sea. It's constructed to sustain pressure on uh, 459 meters. And I mean, it's the second generation and we launched it in three different versions in steel. Uh, blue, blue, black and green and also a limited edition in bronze for the first time. So 
feeling really pumped about it. Rightfully so. And for its size, extremely wearable, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, with my skinny wrists, uh, this new yeah, thank you. Uh, this uh, new execution measures uh, 42.5, yeah. uh, and the old one was 44. So this is much more suitable for all, for us skinny guys. What else are you presenting here today? Mostly everything that we manufacture. We have Royal Capital, of course, in rose gold. We have our new UTC Extreme with a sunbrush deep blue dial. We have, of course, our bread and butter with the Royal Steel Classic, which is the first ever wristwatch manufacturer in Sweden. Which is unbelievable piece. What a star. Yeah, I mean, without it, we haven't been here. Yeah. So, I mean, if you see what we are offering today, I think you can find something that you really, really like. This is your third time at the Finnish watch show. What's the initial vibe? No, but I think it's amazing to be here. It's our third time here. And I mean, all the different Nordic brands, all the amazing people, all the retailers. I mean, it's, it's, it's really an amazing place for us to also show our brand outside Sweden, which is still our biggest market. But I mean, I want to grow in, in Finland, Norway, Denmark in a steady pace uh, with the right partners. So, I mean, it's, it's the best place to be for us to show our brand, show our watches and meet amazing people. How is it with, with the people that come to the stand? Do they recognize the brand now when it has been so, so many times on the watch show? Absolutely, mostly do, but also from time to time they don't. And I mean, that's really when I come to place and can tell and inspire people to look to Sweden. I mean, we are we have been manufacturing watches for soon 40 years. Yeah. So I mean, we are a really stable brand, and I mean, we are here for the. We are in it for the long run, and I mean, I want to inspire the Finnish people, the Norwegian people, the Danish people to, to look across the border as well. And Icelandic. Sorry. Okay. But All we the Nordics. Right. All the Nordics. <laughs> uh, last questions. I know you have to go back because there is there is queue, but. Um, at the moment, what's your favorite? No, I must say Landsort. Uh, I mean, we launched it, unfortunately, a bit late last year. Uh, in my opinion, it's a summer watch, but uh, I mean, it will come exactly where it meant to be this summer. I, and I mean, with this amazing weather outside, yeah. it's definitely a watch to count on uh, these upcoming months. And for me, it's very exciting to see it in, in, in metal because you revealed it on our episode together. Yeah, maybe I did. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Very, very nice talking to you. I will come back later and chat some more. Uh, really happy to see you here again on the Finnish Watch Show. Hope to see you next year again. And I hope to see more people wearing Sjösandström on their wrist in it's Finland. always my pleasure to meet you, Nick, and thank you for what you're doing. I'm saying hello to Uvin Vonduren from Vonduren Watches Norway. This is your first time to the Finnish watch show. What's your first initial vibe about the show so far? Yes, uh, we heard so many good things about this, uh, the watch uh, show of Finland, so we thought we should come. And uh, the audience is really curious and well-informed, and they ask interesting questions, and they are very interested in uh, learning about our brand. So. I really like it and uh, in addition to this the, the, the mood and atmosphere is very good, very friendly 
some people are having a drink or two. It's really good, so I'm, I'm happy we came here. So, How many people recognize the brand straight when they pass through the booth? Not too many. Uh, we sold a few watches to Finland, but maybe two of ten or three of ten recognize the brand. But then they stop and uh, they look at, for example, our new model, the Il Tempo Gigante, and they say, oh, wow, what is this? And they get interested and... Uh, I, it seems that like we already, after a few hours, have um, have sold two, two already. So this is very interesting uh, market because people are a very, you know, they they know a lot about watches, a movement. They have their design preferences. So it's it's really, I'm very happy we 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 came here. What watches are you presenting on this show? Well, we present our uh, new chronograph, the Il Tempo Gigante, uh, of course, uh, and then we have the new Runde Mark II, which is an enhanced version of the the, the first Runde. Uh, and then we have, of course, the regular Runde collection. The, we also show some of the Grandmasters and the older collection, the Axla. So uh, we have like divided our stand into the, the mechanical and automatic mo- movements and uh, into the quartz with the popping colors and in purple, green and warm yellow and everything. And it seems to attract more or less different crowds. But then again, I see people who like mechanical watches also say, oh, maybe I should get one of these cool sparkling colors. So, so that's interesting. They're very attractive and uh, what I've said also a few times on the podcast that uh, uh, when it comes to story behind uh, a brand uh, or story behind a model of uh, watch, uh, your brand comes very high on the list. Thank you. I'm very happy to hear that. Yes, that's very important to me and and to our brand because uh, as a former uh, publisher, film director and, and writer, I think it's important to connect the design with a story so for me the 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 a fascinating interesting story comes first and then we try to make a design that could fit fit that story so i think i think it's it's a nice conversation piece to have a watch that tells a, a a cool interesting fascinating story so that that's why we we do that each of our model has a a unique story to to them so that's that's why uh, what's the Tempo Gigante story? Well, that is, uh, of course, uh, the, the very famous film um, in English is called Pinchcliffe Grand Prix, and in, in Finnish, I don't know, but uh, in Norwegian, Flåklipa Grand Prix, and of course, this is a, a film that every Norwegian and many Scandinavians and many people all over the world have a relationship to. It's the underdog, uh, the inventor that uh, creates a fabulous car called Il Tempo Gigante and he beats the world, uh, world's best uh, uh, race car teams on a world championship race or whatever we should call it and it's just um, the, the rags to riches story and an and a, a individual who believes in himself and everybody maybe laughs at him but he he proves them wrong and Il Tempo Gigante wins the whole race so that's why our, our watch has some elements from that uh, that car, a radar, the running second looks like a radar, the chronograph seconds looks like a crosshair. That's uh, the emblem of the of the car, 
and it's done also in cooperation with the Eucharist Foundation who owns the, the, the rights to this uh, universe. So it's, and and uh, Lars Eucharist, he's an avid watch collector himself, so he, he had so much fun joining us in this project. Thank you for your time and we will talk again. Once again, I'm joined by Rob Nodds from Arkanoff Watches. Uh, Tell me about the brand first, and then we can talk about the Watch Show Finland. Well, we are based in Denmark, in Copenhagen, and there's three of us primarily that are running the brand at the moment. There's Anders Brandt, the founder. Then we have James Thompson, otherwise known as the Black Badger in Gothenburg. And then there's me as head of brand development based in Dresden. And you do know watches, and let's do a plug. You do have an own podcast. Tell me about it. Yeah, my podcast is The Real Time Show, which you can find at www.therealtime.show, or you can contact me on Instagram at Rob Nudds, which is R-O-B-N-U-D-D-S. We have two shows a week. We do a Q&A session on Tuesday with our listeners, and then on Thursday we interview a luminary from the field of watchmaking. So cool, and I've listened to the podcast, and I highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> now to the watch show Finland. What's your initial vibe? You already said it, it's, it's, you're very impressed. Uh, what brands have you seen around? Well, I haven't seen much because I, I arrived a little bit late because my plane was delayed, and I went straight to my booth and set up, and I haven't left it. I didn't even have a chance to have a beer last night, which was unbelievable, um, especially for someone from my part of the world. But it's been great. The people have been really engaged and really knowledgeable. Like you get the feeling that there's an excellent quality of understanding and everyone's receptive to the brand. Arcanaut is a great brand to attract people from across the room because of the crazy Fordite dials that we have. And um, yeah, it's just good to see the enthusiasm. And I think the setup is lovely. I think the location is brilliant and the organization has been absolutely on point. How about the, the visitors? What's the initial reaction of the, the watch? What are the questions that comes when, when you talk to the, to, to the visitors about the watches? Well, the initial reaction is always confusion. So they don't know what they're looking at. They sort of pick it up and they think, oh, Jesus, what is this nonsense? Especially with the Fordite dials, which like just blow people's minds. They're not used to seeing something um, that is so experimental and wild, I think, in the industry. And so... They don't ask many questions to begin with. Generally, I give them the spiel. I ask them the question, do you know what this dial is made of? And then I tell them what Fordite is. And Fordite is a waste product from the automotive industry. It's the overspray when uh, you know machiners are painting car panels. And it builds up into these lumps over time that can be sliced up um, and reveal these beautiful colored patterns inside. So wonderful stuff. Curious question, will this dial, how will this dial age with time, consider the nature of, of its origin? It's a very, very good question, and it's very relevant to why it's important to have genuine Fordite. So our Fordite was created between the 1950s and the 1990s, at which point the health and safety regulations in Detroit were changed and the paints became safer, shall we say, but also not quite so suitable for machining like this. Because this stuff, it cuts like a stone. It's like finishing a gem. You know, you, you should really have the skills of a... Uh, how do you say it, lapidarist? I always get the word wrong. Yeah. But you know, like um, on a diamond wheel, like it, it just comes up so beautiful and so polished and so resilient, no amount of UV exposure will crack this thing. Modern Fordite, which people make in their bathtub, for example, is a waste of time and it will fail on you sooner than you've got it on your wrist. So stay away from that, stick with the real stuff. How, can you give me some shelf life or, or watch life of that dial, 30, 40, 50, 60 years? Well, it's a good question. I mean, the Fordite, like I said, was created as long ago as 70 years now, and we've never had a dial failure based on age or any kind of brittleness. So we don't know. 
I would assume that it would last as long as an enamel dial would. And uh, I know James, and he's a very creative guy. If, if I come and say, I like this dial, but I want customization on that dial, would that be possible? It depends. Everything depends. Like, we are trying to build out a more comprehensive product portfolio now. That's one of the things that I concerned myself with when I came on board with the brand was to not just do one-offs and uh, sort of piecemeal provision for the customers. We wanted to have a real solid foundation that we could build upon. So we have more core pieces coming out in June. We're going to announce them to our audience. So if you want to get on that announcement list, then sign up on Arconaut.watch. That's our website. And we're going to be producing maybe six models this year. We're going to limit production to 25 pieces per year, but that's not they're not limited pieces. It's just so that we know how we can plan our uh, production calendar. And if groups came to us with the prospect of customization, if, for example, you wanted like you and five friends, for example, that had a watch club, wanted to make something special, we'd certainly consider it, like, one-off pieces. It depends. You know, if you want something uh, absolutely insane that we don't have the capacity to do, then then no, we wouldn't do it. But if we feel it's on brand and we feel it's interesting and an experiment that would benefit the future of Arconaut and other customers further down the road, then, yeah, we'd consider it. Fantastic. And will we see you on uh, any other watch events here in the Nordics in the coming <laughs> half, one year? I don't think we're booked onto anything yet, but I'm absolutely positive it will be showing in the Nordic regions again this year. Of course, we're based in Copenhagen, so it's easy for us to be present at Red Bar events or meetups. And there was a restaurant actually in Helsinki that requested that we come out and do an evening with their clients who are some high rollers apparently so yeah i guess we'll be back as soon as possible we never miss a chance to travel that's for sure fantastic last question where can people come and put their hands on your watches before well, paying for them uh, well okay i guess there's like three places at the moment where you can do that and one of them is in copenhagen if you text us directly uh, you can come to our office there where we do a lot of our creative work we have a retailer in europe in stockholm indp watches uh, we're here with them now at this event and lastly, we also retail with Collective in California. So if you're in the US, you can contact Asher or Gabe or go along to one of the wind-up fairs and see us represented there. Thank you so much for your time. And guys, go and listen to his podcast. Thanks, man. Cheers. I'm joined by Yoando from Ando 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 Watches. How are you doing? I'm very excited to see everyone at the watch show. This is the event that you have to go. Like if you have, you know, if, even if you don't live in Finland, you have to come here. For me personally, this is the place that you can just go and, and you know, people in here, in this event, are basically watch lovers. So you already share some interest with other people. So you can make friends with them even though you know even uh, for me I do love watches but I also make uh, watches but still you know it's the same passion we follow so you can be friend with anyone and everyone this is a lovely place what would you say to somebody that have never been to the watch show I, I would suggest if um, there's anyone who's uh, not only interested in watches but if you are considering to buy a watch for someone else this is a place place where you can see many different kinds of watches and you know you can ask many different people many people in different styles to you know share their opinion on what to buy for your 
as a gift. Well. And maybe you can widen your horizon and learn something in the process and make friends in the process. Yes, and so this is a perfect place. Yes, and it's fair to say you'll be here next year. Yes, of course, of course. I will be. So see you in the Watch of Finland 2024. See you next year, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And I'm joined by Simu Ulitalo from... Rajamäen Kellotehdas. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's really nice to be here again in this event. And uh, nice to talk to the people, show my watches and see some really people who are interested in watches also. This is day two. What's the overall energy compared to previous years, for example? I think it's really good. It's nice to see people. Some hasn't really... Uh, been here before so they are like a newcomers and some are really like a, almost like a old friends so been seeing them previous years and uh, all together it's it's nice to talk to people what do you present today what's what's on, on the table and on the in the display unit now I have two new models or 12m new versions two one is uh, a uh, special uh, edition from the older bronze model and this one has a honeycomb center in the dial and the other new version is a brown uh, ombre dial which goes from uh, brown to the yellow sh- uh, shifting the, the color there. For the last couple of years the independent watchmaking has really been more attract- attractive to many. Uh, have you felt that as an independent watchmaker? I think I have, yes. Uh, I have had uh, interest earlier years also, but I think it's it's Has gaining, increased. yeah, increased. And like I said earlier, there's a new commerce which haven't heard my brand earlier, but also the old ones which are kind of followers already. What are they searching the most for? particular colors or design or patterns or anything? Uh, our customers c- kind of like the same thing. So some some people like uh, bright colors, which I can do with anodizing, but some are like a really kind of material-based for this bronze, and they like that kind of uh, metal thing in it. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time and I hope to see you next year. Thank you very much. Hi, Tony. Hello, Nico. How are you? How are you doing? Good, thanks. What do we have on the table here? Vodilanex Leino watches. <laughs> the whole collection. Oiva, Jurho, Urho, Yalo, and then the new one first. In all their color configurations and extra bezels? Yeah, all there. This is the second year uh, that you're here uh, with the brand. Uh, what are the expectations? To meet many new people and to exhibit the, new, the collection to new people and also the old people which are already faithful to the, the brand. Know the brand, but especially the new people which have, hasn't seen the collection or nothing else. Because there are many people who hasn't seen it or heard about it. So it's the best place to, to come test the watches, see how they feel on the wrist. And the light is perfect, it's very romantic, very soft. 
and uh, also to meet other nerds that are passionate about the brands. It's so fantastic. Yeah, the vibe is great. Yeah. You, you know it. I know it. What does it mean to you personally to come here every year and, and uh, experience this again? I know it's a work, but still. Yeah, it's the biggest event for the whole company. So much love and much to do before it, but, but it's like it's different than regular work. Thank you so much. I will catch up with you later and uh, have, have uh, uh, a look at, at my new favorite, the, the chronograph. There is something about it. I see you wearing the, the reverse panda. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous watch. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I am joined by Kalle from the Finnish School of Watchmaking. Hi, Kalle. Hello. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Tell me, what are we doing here? We have uh, this exhibition uh, for finishing uh, different techniques. We are making the snailing for these uh, bullets and uh, also perlage finishing. Perlage seems a bit tougher. I don't even dare to try. Yes, uh, well, How hard is it? Uh, it's not very hard. It's Everyone can make uh, some kind of circles. Some but <laughs> Yes, but uh, when you get all in line and uh, good looking result, it's a bit harder. This is, this is something that you, you, you learn in the school, Finnish school of watchmaking. What else do you, do you learn there? Pretty much. Watch, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything with uh, watchmaking. Uh, we're mostly uh, concentrating on the uh, fixing and overhauling and Maybe more more that kind of stuff than making the real watch and the parts. Uh, the Watch of Finland, what does it mean to you and to be here? Well, this is a great place for school to be seen. We are pretty small school and uh, not that many people have heard us. And still we are one of the greatest schools in this business, in, in maybe in Europe. No, of course, Switzerland is a different story and maybe Germany, but uh, we are, we are still pretty good school and uh, teaching is top class. You as a student, well, why would you recommend the school to somebody else that is in point of life that they don't know what, they don't know what to study, but what would the, the school offer to them? Well, I think you do need to have some sort of passion for the watchmaking because uh, this is a pretty dedicated job. We also do have a micromechanics uh, studying here, but it, it is, uh, I don't know, for me it's, uh, it's a passion. It's a passion and it's uh, it was a dream for me. I've been working in other occupation for many years and before I <laughs> got the courage to come to this school. And What's the future for you, if I may ask? What's the dream? Uh, my dream is uh, we are uh, Starting our own business with this guy. <laughs> with this guy? <laughs> yes. Who is this guy? It's a Jakob. And... Um, what are you going to make? We are going to maybe fixing old watches and uh, maybe some selling, and but uh, mainly fixing and servicing watches. This is very honorable and, and fantastic to hear because, to my knowledge, th there is less and less uh, watchmakers left around yes uh, pretty much so I think uh, very many that uh, graduate from our school goes um, in, in other occupations and other 
I don't know what it's called. Well, doing yeah, doing something else and watches. Thank you so much for for chatting with me, and uh, probably see you next year. Uh, might be, yeah. Thank you. And good luck with the business. I'm <laughs> sure it it will succeed. <laughs> and now I'm joined by Watch Gambit, Mika. Hi, Mika. Hello, hello. Thomas. Hello. And Yuki from Svenska Klockkanalen. Det är korrekt. Tjena. <laughs> Tjena. Excited, excited. Guys, how are you feeling? What's up? Yeah, excellent day. This is what we've been waiting for all spring. It's here. The weather is great and the event is fantastic. It's, I said earlier that it's, there is a very specific smell in the air. And the smell is temptation. It smells temptation. You want to buy, you want to try, you want to trade, you want to steal. No, 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 you don't want to steal. But it's exhilarating. What's on your wrist, guys? Well, Let's start with Thomas. Yeah, I have my Grand Seiko the Lion, a limited edition piece of 100 in, in solid gold with GMT and chronograph functions. And also, you can see the, the reserve of 72 hours. Uh, yeah exceptional watch and as we talked earlier this is a watch if you know you know and if you don't know you don't, you don't know <laughs> so it's not a watch you're actually worried to 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 carry around no it's uh, it's more of a collector's piece i guess uh, but i brought it here to the show today because i wanted to impress on the grand seiko stand <laughs> and and they said well we cannot impress you guys <laughs> that <laughs> was all yeah that's what they said yeah that was awesome yeah. exceptional exceptional choice how about you yoki what were you wearing i'm wearing the uh, grand seiko spring drive gmt and it's uh, thomas uh, watch so maybe he can tell you more about it no, it's as Jukka said, it's a spring drive from the sports collection with the gold bezel and in uh, this lovely blue color, uh, blue sunburst. Uh, very nice watch. It's a beautiful vintage indigo blue and the correlation with the dial in terms of colors, it's absolutely stunning. This is a watch that just... Pops out. Pops out, exactly. How about Mika? What are you wearing? Nothing Nordic, unfortunately. <laughs> Nothing Nordic this time, but as you know, I'm a big fan of micro brands in general, not only Nordic ones, global. And today I thought I'd bring something none of anyone has seen in, in Finland. It's the only one. It's Heinrich Tauscher, micro brand from Germany, Stuttgart. Heinrich is pretty pretty cool, creative guy and has made a nice vintage looking piece that I really liked from the first photos and pre-ordered and it's here and I'm happy with it. It's interesting watch because pictures don't lie. What you see on the pictures, when, when it comes to your hand, you don't get uh. It's really delivers. The finishing, for is it 800 euros? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. The finishing, the detail, uh, the transitions, the integration of the strap, and that strap, that bracelet is just something, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's rare to see a ladder bracelet on a, on any watch, let alone a micro brand. And and there's really amazing build quality there. So so so, it's a good buy. I'm happy with it. It's gonna stay for a while. And it's one of those watches that it's not loud on the wrist, but it has a presence. Yeah, and summertime you need color, yellow like a chicken. What can go wrong? It's perfect. What brands have you seen so far? 
I have not, uh, I cannot say any particular brand right now, but I've been looking at some watches from Sin and I've been looking on the other brands and, and a lot of these brands are new to me actually because I, I didn't know of them. Because you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> no, that's right. I, I, I have very little time to listen on podcasts because I'm working too much. But I need to work a lot to, to being able to afford these expensive watches. So <laughs> To what you're wearing, you have to work a lot. Yeah, yeah that's right. But, but I also must say one of the biggest uh, things is to meet all these very nice people. Uh, that share this interest for watches and, and the love for watches. Uh, all these nice uh, people working with watches, that's, that's really great. And what's unbelievable that it's... I've never met you, but it feels like we just catch up from the last time we never met. It's just, we're like old friends. We just chime in, start talking about watches. You gave me your, your 30 plus grand watch and I just put it on and it, you were like calm as a... Incredible. How about you, Mika? Well, more and more it's about the people. I've been to maybe four or five stands so far, and it's been several hours, maybe, let's see, five hours. And I've seen four stands, so it tells a lot about the, the let's say, belonging together and meeting great people and meeting the friends you've met on Instagram and meeting the friends you've met in previous events and, and all of that. And But the stands I've seen are... Uh, ZRC, I'm a big fan of a French diver brand, and they are finally here in Finland. Maybe looking for an agent in Finland as well. So, if you're listening, pick it up. It's a great brand. Uh, Vondoren, of course. Kiese, Jurmo, Zin. I'm a big diver fan, so Zin is is right in the sweet spot. Long you do own Zin. Yeah, I've had several Zins, and yeah, yeah. It's a sickness, but yeah, we'll have to live with it. <laughs> we, we have talked a lot about them because I, I own few in the past and what a brand. I mean, history t- talks mm-hmm. and also quality, execution, development, what they have done in, in terms of uh, technically what, what can be achieved. Mm-hmm. They're over, over, over engineered watches. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Well, looking forward to the rest of today and definitely all day tomorrow. There's a lot of stands to see, a lot of people to meet, hands to shake. And great weather, Finnish capital, summer coming, a lot of watches. I'm stoked. Me too. How about you? Yeah, I totally agree with with what uh, was said. It's wonderful to be here. We're looking forward to tomorrow and, and to maybe deep uh, diving a little bit more into all these wonderful brands and, and, and check them on the wrist and so on and chat with all the other wonderful guys here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to chat with all the, the watch nerds around here and, and check out some new brands. I, I'm just uh, have a little sneak peek on uh, a couple of brands that I'm going to explore more tomorrow. Me too. Uh, the brands that, I haven't be, that haven't been here before I'm looking forward to chat with them tomorrow, but of course, I cover the Nordic brands, it's what I do. And uh, I guess I catch up tomorrow, guys. Yeah. Tour two. Yeah. Thank you. Time and people. Time and people. I'm joined by the man himself, Stepan Sarapaneva. Hey, I, I'm very fine, thank you. I'm really happy to see you. A lot of energy this year, a lot of excitement, new brands. How do you like it? What's the vibe? 
Vibe is nice. Always uh, new, new uh, brands and new uh, people are welcome here, and uh, weather is beautiful, so everything is just fine. What does the watch show Finland mean to you personally? You as a Finnish watch brand creator and as a part of this show. Technically, this is the only show what we have, so it's quite important and uh, uh, to be in, uh, in in take a part of the show. It is still really important for for us, even that uh, we can't take any orders, but still like uh, to show what we have and uh, meeting people is always the the pleasure. Do you have any f- favorite moment of this show? My last question. Favorite moment of the show? I don't know. It's it's nice to meet people. So yeah. the the show will end now. So it was quite nice. It wasn't too long. Weather was just perfect, like last year also. So you know the perfect moment. What can I say? To meet people, it's always perfect. Thank you so very much, and see you next year. Thank you, and see you here again. Thank you. I'm joined by no other than Kari Votilainen himself, and um, I'm saying hello. Hello. I'm really pleased to meet you. It means a lot that you spend your time to talk to us. Uh, you have been several times here on the Watch Show Finland. What does the Watch Show Finland mean to you? Well, for me, it's it's nice to be here and first of all meet my my friends and colleagues here, and then also what's very exciting is to see that. Uh, the watchmaking, the interest for the watchmaking and watches are it's growing fast in Finland and which is very nice to see that there's more and more young people who are really interested and involved to collecting and, to, to, and they are happy to uh, to learn more about watches. You kind of answered my second question. Uh, there is a trend towards uh, independent watchmaking. Is it only here in Europe or do you see this uh, also in Switzerland and elsewhere? But it's happening everywhere, and for multiple reasons that uh, the ma- pandemic time did change things. But al- already before, uh, it has been twisting more and more towards the independence because, uh, like in the ho- high quality big brands, there are not that many, and those brands they are uh, overwhelmed by uh, demand of the customers which means that the delivery times has been ex- this explosion and and then uh, people who want to have new watches and so on it's difficult to get uh, some Patek Philippe models or Rolex models or Royal Oak and so on from Modemach Pique and, and these customers are getting frustrated and they are going more and more towards uh, independence and another reason is also that uh, today with this modern world, there's more and more uh, information from independence, and this information is spread out, and of course it helps us, which brings customers towards to us. I'm going to ask a strange question, but I always wanted to ask you this: um, Is there any elements that influence your work, like nature or, or anything else, music or stuff like that? I like architecture. I like nature, and. Also, the colors what I see, uh, you know, on nature. So you can see these uh, trees and leaves and flowers. So that gives ideas, and you can see uh, red flowers and green leaves, and they do fit together. So those things gives me ideas. And another thing, what I really like is also the architecture, 
So sometimes you see those old buildings, detail of the buildings. So those things are inspiring me. And another thing also, what I like is uh, those uh, antique classic cars. So when you, when you see those sleek forms, uh, cars are made in 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Uh, and then came the, the era that it was more straight lines. I don't really like that. I like those sleek, nice shapes. Sleek does work. Uh, you, if there is few words I could describe your watches, one of them should be sleek for sure. We talked last time about forms, forms and uh, ergonomics and comfort. Uh, what, what else is there when it comes to this sleekness? But, uh, you know, for the forms, it, it's about design, but it also that sometimes we are trying to think that it's easy to, uh, to take care in the future. And also that when you have forms like that, the shadows are changing. When you are, when you are moving, it, it changes. The light gives the shadows, and it gives life life to the form. It, exactly, it, it gives the life, and that's something which is it's really nice. And personally, I I like that. My last question. I'm going to push my luck. What are you working on at the moment? <laughs> what we are working on that, on the moment, um, but. Well, we have a few things on the road, so I, I can't really tell that. But, I understand. But we have a new things coming in this following, very near future. And, and, but today, our problem is that uh, we are very busy, that we are in 2028, 29. Wow. So that's a problem. But what we are doing, what we can talk that I'm creating a new workshop that last year, uh, I was lucky enough to be able to purchase two uh, companies uh, which are doing engine turning, so Gioche work. So one company from Switzerland called Brodbeck Gioschage and then another company from Germany, from Forsheim. And, and, and just right now we are uh, renovating the uh, one building which used to be a watchmaking school in, 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 in the village where we are living so we are renovating so I've been able to purchase the house and we are renovating and then uh, during this year we will have a very nice and big engine turning company which is just next to our workshop how exciting is this is making history once again yeah that's that's it will be the biggest engine turning company in the whole world wow because it, it's almost disappearing the, the, that art and I'm, I'm, I want to bring it alive. And, and uh, so I've been hiring people for that. And, and uh, I really want to do something which uh, we, can, we can do things. Uh, we call it métier d'art, mm -hmm. so work of art. So that's what I'm planning to do. And then in that same building, which is a three-store building, uh, one, one, one floor will be that we will do unique pieces and small series on, on on that that floor, so we will be a couple of watchmakers. So we have already hired two, and once we are ready with the restoration, then we will be a couple of more to do small series and prototypes, unique pieces, something more exceptional. So that's what we are working on.
This is fantastic and very honorable to, to keep the art, to, to, to keep the, the craft. And uh, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I, I will, I'll be back in a moment to take a look at the watch it and, and uh, chat more if that's possible. Uh, any final words? We are doing perhaps more uh, special things in the future. You're making history. You're busy making history. <laughs> well, I don't know. Thank you so much, very much, and uh, we'll, we, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. And there you have it. The only company I wasn't able to interview was the Yurma Watch Company Finland, and that's because I just ran out of space on my recording device. But they came with amazing new release now for the summer. Beautiful new blue color chronograph. I highly recommend you go and check it out and learn about it on Instagram. And yes, Watch Show Finland is a place the watch community and the watch business can come together and share passion for watches and invite future members of, of both the watch business and the watch community. Events like this give opportunity for the watch nerds and not only to widen their horizon to meet new brands in person in metal that otherwise they can't anywhere else a place everyone can learn things or two and uh, get educated if you will and not only but talk to representatives face to face and learn things they can't read anywhere else the brands, on the other hand, can get to see first-hand reaction, respond, feedback, and put some face to who their customer may be. And yes, it's a place that we, the hardcore watch nerds, can meet, show appreciation for each other's choices, support the watch brands we love, and of course, have a good time. Yeah, a lot of new brands this year, a lot of new people I haven't met before, a lot of important conversations, a lot of good atmosphere, as we all expected. Until next time, guys, remember, what's beyond is time and people. Respect them both. Goodbye.